The following is intended for mature audiences only. Discretion is advised. Hi besties, it's Yamini. Thank you so much for listening to Pillow Fight. If you're new here, every week we play a couple rounds of Fuck, Mary Kill and Would You Rather based on recent headlines and finish off the episode with some good old-fashioned truth or dare. If you like the show, give us a little like wherever you're listening, and if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review. If you prefer watching the show, check it out on Big Comedy Network's YouTube channel. This week, I'm joined by Sahana Srinivasan. Sahana is an actress and comedian who you might recognize from Grownish, Insecure, or Brainchild. She'll also be a series lead in the upcoming Amazon freebie show, The Pradeeps of Pittsburgh. Let's dive in. Pillow fight, pillow fight. Is yours made of goose? We got feathers flying everywhere. Mine's made of goose. Pillow fight, pillow fight. This is so fun. Pillow fighting. Why is this so fun? Pillow fight. Yeah, it's hot out. It's very hot outside. Yeah, really hot. But I prefer this over. I, I don't like cold weather. You never. You've never lived in a place with a real winter, have you? For like a couple months. Like I've worked in New York and Canada, which were both really cold. Okay. But not like lived, lived. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you actually like lived in a place that. Was I like mean, cold. only for four years, and I think it was like necessary character development for me to like really come back to California and appreciate it. I was born in Chicago, but I mean, not not a long memory of living there. Mm-hmm. And then Chicago for four years of college. And then growing up here, <laughs> I had this huge like kind of, um, I think I just didn't like the vibes where I went to high school. Like it was a very low vibrational space, my high school. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of equated that with like, I just don't, I'm not supposed to be here. Like I'm supposed to be like in New York City, like that's, that's the life that I'm supposed to live. And then I went to college in Chicago. And I just was like, as soon as I came back here, I was like, I really just think it's like Orange County. That's like high school is the vibe that I was avoiding. I don't think Mm -hmm. I needed to run away to a Eastern metropolitan climate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever move back to like Austin or Texas. I think I like it here more, but I don't think it's just high school or whatever for me. I just think I'm like, I, I think I've done everything there. I mean, luckily, like I grew up like an hour away from LA. Like it's not like, like I can always go back and visit my family and it only has to be three days long, which is the perfect amount of time. Yeah, I think, yeah, that that's good. I feel like a week. Well, because I don't see my family that much. Mm-hmm. I go back for like Christmas or something. So like probably like a week or I don't know. I, I think I can't do more than like two weeks. Also, my parents like moved into a different house like when I was in college. So like the house that they live in now doesn't really feel like I feel like a guest, you know? Yeah. I don't feel at home there really. So Like none of my childhood shit is there. For me, my parents moved when I was in college, but then I came back and did two years of the pandemic in their house. And uh-huh. so now that is like a jail cell. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was more like one year, but it really feels like just my kind of house arrest place. Yeah, that makes sense. And there's not really like good memories there of like growing up or anything like that. It's just like COVID, <laughs> my COVID bedroom. Yeah, I didn't, I 
I was dating someone at the time and in Austin. My family's in Dallas, so I was staying with him for most of it. It was kind of a creepy looking house. So I, I never have to be there again. So I'm like, I don't have, I'll never experience that, I guess. I feel like that first year of the pandemic, I was actually really doing a lot of things that were like fun and self-care and like getting out of bed, being like, I want to make the most of today because I'm like going to fight the boredom. Like, is there a Phineas and Ferb? Like, yeah, what am I going to yeah. do today to fight the boredom? That's so true. What were your like, because I feel like people had certain, because like for me, it was like whipped coffee. That was like, yeah. But then you ask some people and they're like, what's whipped coffee? Mine was like sourdough bread. And I was like, what is, I never did sourdough. You know what I mean? There's like different groups. Yeah, I was a big tie-dyer. Like I was tie-dyeing everything. I was making like a lot of TikToks. I was trying to learn a lot of dances, but that's not mm-hmm. really in my skill set. Oh, I don't know. I've never seen you dance, so I can't say. I can I can vibe with the music on, but choreographed dancing, no, no, not my strong suit at all. Yeah, I feel, it's so weird because I did Indian classical, like, better than Adyam growing up. But my sister does hip-hop, and I can't, like, hip-hop I've seen your just, sister's videos. I, they say. Yeah. yeah, she's good. Um, And I'm like, I can't just pull out better than Adyam at a party, you know? Like, it's just way cooler. <laughs> you could. Like, you know, like, in the middle. But, like, that, I don't, it just doesn't translate the skills that you, it's not the same dance at all. It How long were you doing it? like my whole childhood I think like since I was like seven to like 17 or something I got kicked out like a couple months into my Bartholomew mm-hmm. class when I started taking it but um the teacher was half white and I just thought that was so funny that I got kicked out <laughs> of the class by half white teacher and she was just like you're really not getting this so it would not okay. make sense to progress you forward when the other people are getting this so it was kind of embarrassing. And then I switched to doing like the, some traditional singing. I stopped doing it after a while, but. Like Karnatic. Yeah. Something. Yeah. But I did it for maybe two years and then I stopped doing it. Yeah. I did, I did Karnatic or like Bajans for like very little time. And then I was like, this yeah. isn't for me. I just didn't like sitting crisscross, I think, on the floor. It was too yeah, tiring. that was definitely a big hey. part of it. My that was more <laughs> I like how that's more tiring than dancing with your whole body oh yeah but I liked I think I liked the theater aspect of but not doing because it's very like I don't know yeah expressive. it's showy and it's you get to like put on all the costumes and like do the makeup and stuff and the the singing is very like like humble like it's very uh monk like very monk like yeah, you're just kind of sitting there. <laughs> and I don't think either of us are very monk-like. I've never been described as such. <laughs> the woman who taught me Karnatic singing also was, um, like, she was just a, a neighbor, kind of mm-hmm. someone in the neighborhood who was doing that. Yeah. And um, her kids, she had two sons who were, like, the biggest menaces of all time. And I just kind of hated being in that house and having to hear them scream. I don't know. I don't know, like, what your relationship with your sister is like. But my brother and I always had a good, like, we never really fought, like, in that, like, loud way. Like, we had we bickered a lot. But we never had these, like, blowout fights and stuff like that as children. And when we would get so, whenever we'd be in a house with kids that didn't get along, or we just like badly behave to each other. The two of us would get so on our high horses about it and like 
then be really mean to our parents being like why did you bring us here mm-hmm. I love that and that was that was the deal with those those children in that house and I was like I can't I can't produce art in this environment exactly no you're right yeah my sister and I didn't really I guess we were pretty I I was pretty competitive with her I don't know that she cared as much but we didn't really like yeah that's Um, funny I feel like it's usually the other way around that the like competition goes because she's like she is like has many talents too and it would be like I would start something and then she'd be like oh here's this drawing I made in two seconds and I'm like what the that took me like here, you know? Yeah. And but like now I'm like we're kind of doing our even if we have if we do have overlap, I'm like, well that's cool. It's like not the the same thing, but mm-hmm. but she's kind of doing her own thing now. She's like engineer vibes. Yeah, my brother's also engineer vibes. Really? Fuck. Mary kill. Fuck Mary Kill. After the launch of Meta's Twitter competitor Threads, Elon Musk posted a series of tweets critiquing Mark Zuckerberg himself. Starting with Zuck is a cuck, he proposed that the two of them have a literal dick measuring contest. Ruler emoji. Number two, both the Writers Guild and more recently the Screen Actors Guild have decided to strike for better deals with studios and streamers. Last week, an anonymous studio exec told Deadline. The end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing their houses. Number three, in the weeks leading up to Taylor Swift's re-release of her 2010 album Speak Now, fans were writing think pieces on whether or not she should change a controversial lyric in Better Than Revenge. She's not a saint and she's not what you think. She's an actress. She's better known for the things that she does on the mattress. Ultimately, Taylor did change the lyric to he was a moth to the flame. She was holding the matches. Now fans are lit up online with some even calling for bullying her into changing the lyric back. So Elon versus Zuck dick measuring contest. The sadistic studios and Swifties maddened by the moth to the matches. What would you do? These are all okay. I don't really care about Taylor Swift stuff. I'm not involved. I'm just, I'm like, I don't. Mm. To me, it's the kind of thing where, like, I don't have any investment in what's going on, but it is such a fascinating cultural phenomenon, the relationship that she has with the people that are invested in her. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't, I wouldn't marry any of it. Well, because when you mentioned the strike, I was like, okay, I would ma- marry the strike, but not yeah. that particular article. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would marry it because they're like, they're rich, and then I would like <laughs> run away. I, yeah. I'd just marry for money. Um, hmm. Okay. <sighs> yeah, is that cheating if I do that? Because I'm like, who would I... I guess I would... You got to justify. There's no good options, you know. You just It's all There's about no... rationalizing. Yeah. Maybe I'd fuck the, the dick whatever measuring contest. Because <laughs> there's, like, it feels there's sex involved. Dick <laughs> involved. <laughs> and we know how I feel about that. 
and, uh, <laughs> Elon and Zuckerberg specifically. Yummy, yummy. Yummy, yeah. Always Two of the that. probably most sexy men alive. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe, maybe fuck that. Um, kill, probably kill, ah, fuck, I, yeah, okay, I'm gonna marry the, the article so that I could, like, kill, I don't know, secretly, and then, um, maybe you could pull, like, a Mackenzie Bezos and, like, divorce them after a while and then kind of take that money and put it back to artists. That's what I'm gonna do, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. And then uh, I guess kill the Taylor Swift stuff because I don't even know what that's about. <laughs> Something about a mattress. Cool. Wow, I can't believe you fucked Elon and Elon versus Zuckerberg. That's that's really brave of you. I feel like that was. I think you might be the bravest girl in the world for that. I would choose to be in a sexless marriage with the Elon versus Zuckerberg situation. Dick measuring mm, contest. Okay. Because okay. that's also, they have money and they're really busy bothering each other that I think they would bother me not so much. And I think competition is a good thing here ultimately. Like I saw today that like on Twitter, like there's going to be some sort of profit sharing with um, creators and stuff. Like hopefully this kind of competition encourages them to do better business you know like because they wanted they want to win like I think being unchallenged for so long has only led to stasis so Mm -hmm. I'm going to marry that and I'm going to let them and I will I will hold I will whip out the ruler I will be the judge of the contest that's kind of you yeah you're a woman in STEM you know yeah I'm the engineer now (laughs) and um yeah i'd let them have their fun with each other i'd take that money and i would live my life i would fuck the taylor swift stuff because it's all kind of like the taylor swift stuff like you don't even know what it was like you don't even remember what you said I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to. <laughs> it's the kind of thing that, like, every week there's a new frenzy. Her fans are like, I can't tell if they love her so much or they fucking despise her. Like, I, I really can't tell. There is something, like, twisted about the relationship that they have with this woman. And I think that is a little bit sexy, but mm-hmm. it's just sex. Like, I don't want I to, I absolutely do not want to entangle myself in a relationship of any kind with this situation. I just think it's like a fun, messy hookup with a good story that you tell on Twitter and go viral, but you don't yeah. include the screenshots and faces and names. Yeah. That's okay. That's the kind of fuck that we'd have um and also all this is about a girl who does things on the mattress so it's uh it's fuck related that's true that that's true yeah i i simply have to kill the the deadline article about the studio people saying that their goal is to have union members lose their houses and apartments because that is just so like outright evil 
Yeah, you know what? I change. I'm gonna go with everything <laughs> that you just said. Every choice that you made is mine now. <laughs> you're so easily persuaded. Because I feel like you're gonna cut just the audio of like, I want to marry studio execs, and it just make me look so bad. <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> Make the I most boring podcast that. ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's so often that people are evil. That happens all the time. But when people say the quiet part out loud like that, it's always just like, wow. Like you're yeah. so unashamed. Yeah. Like most of the time people are ashamed of it a little bit and like try to like cover up their shit or like lie about stuff or like pretend like they care. And it's just so like, whoa to see them just say that. Yeah, because you're like, I'm not surprised that they think this way, but to like say it in a definite Put it in article, so many like, words, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like to people, speak like, with a journalist. Yeah. Yeah. Not even to like text that to your buddies, to like tell yeah. that to a journalist. I know it's anonymous, but like to say it, yeah, it's just um, so insane to me. And then today, like Bob Iger said something about how it's disturbing to him that these writers have such unrealistic expectations and I was like yeah you like I genuinely was like you are the clock's ticking on you so (laughs) karma karma could come any second now Mm, any second I remember in, in 2020 when Trump got COVID and I made a meme about it and I got this like text from my dad being like I know Trump's a bad guy I agree with you and it is pretty funny how He's gotten COVID after dismissing it on the public stage, but we cannot pray for anyone's downfall. It, it It's all in like a good morning and it has Saraswati underneath it, like a WhatsApp meme, <laughs> that whole thing. Good morning. That kind of thing. We yeah. cannot pray on anyone's downfall. <laughs> Hello. It was a very funny Hello. meme that you have posted to Instagram this morning. <laughs> I admit I laughed. However, you may want to consider... Your dad always has very funny um, texts to you. <laughs> Don't so. say that out loud. <laughs> He's going to hear it from Texas and be like, Yay. yeah, he is, he is weird. I think I get my sense of humor from him a little bit. It, like in just being silly. He's like kind of silly and weird. Like he, he um, texted the group chat with like a link to buy baby cheetahs legally or whatever and he was like please please (laughs) Amma says we can't but I want to and I was like what the it's like the middle of the work day like he's he works at Texas Instruments he's an engineer like what are you doing um well when you work at Texas Instruments and you're an engineer you gotta have a little fun in some way or another you're right I was just gonna say that he's always wanted a pet baby cheetah like that's just something that he wants eventually did you ever have a normal pet no (laughs) we had a fish that died because I think because he put like a toy in there that wasn't supposed to go in the thing and like you can't even take care of the fish yeah helicopter parented that fish too hard (laughs) exactly and we had two parakeets but we had to give them away because I have whoa I'm allergic to dander were they like did they talk not really um no they just kind of like tweet tweeted tweet i was i was dating a girl recently who told me that she wanted to get a parrot 
And I was like, I don't know if I could spend the night here. Yeah, I just can't get something that's going to be better at comedy than me, possibly. You know, (laughs) you know, those like funny parrot vid, they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) And you're like, billion likes, viral. (laughs) I wouldn't feel safe in my own home. What if it said something that you like, you're like, I've never said that. What if you stepped out and it was like listening to your friends talking shit about you and then it came back and it was like, and it was like, oh, Yamini's a real asshole. Yamini's an asshole. Are you an Irish parent? <laughs> oh, Yamini's a real asshole. She's a real horse. Uh, uh, speaking of pets who are good at comedy, I did bring chorizo to a show that I did once that was like outside. And the uh-huh. whole show, like while I'm watching, he's being so good. It's just like sitting like, you know, just like kind of devotedly staring at the comic. Like I'm giving him a couple pets. He's just like, and then I go on stage and then he starts barking so violently, no. like heckling me, heckling me to no end <laughs> that my friend has to carry him out of the venue and like walk him down the street a couple of times until I'm done. But I really think that he doesn't. I think he thinks that I'm bad. How do you know? It was the tone of the barking. Mm. It was like, it was like Karen barking, you know? Yeah. Uh I'm sorry. And he's not a barker. This is not a guy who barks. Was that his first stand-up show? Watching? Watching? Yes. But he's been to more stand-up shows watching, and he's always very well-behaved. It's only when I'm going up. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's trying to tell you something. I think, realistically, the answer is that he doesn't understand why he can't be on stage with me. That makes sense. I wanted to write a movie about a talking dog that does stand up at some it was like I was like in college when I wanted to write. I don't want actually want to but maybe <laughs> Teresa will star in it maybe that's what he, he wants to do stand up maybe I think he has a lot to say I wish he could tell me about his life but he can't would you rather would you rather would you rather let's play a game of would you rather we kind of touched on sibling rivalries but I had already planned to talk about it Last week, Britney Spears announced her upcoming memoir, The Woman and Me, set for public release in October. While Britney's book quickly became the number one best-selling new release on the Amazon book charts, Britney's sister Jamie Lynn's memoir, which came out last year, is currently being sold at Dollar General for $1.25. Would you rather constantly be living in the shadow of your sibling or have been an only child with parents that didn't really talk to you? Oh my gosh. Um, you're crazy for this. <laughs> I gotta answer it too. Uh, maybe the sibling? Either one of those is gonna give you like stuff to unpack when you're older. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I feel like, yeah, yeah. Sibling. Yeah, I think sibling shit is easier to overcome ultimately because it's more similar to the relationship that you have with peers. But like, if you have enough affirming like friendships and stuff, like you mm-hmm. can get through that in a more mm-hmm. productive way. Whereas I think like your relationship with your parents is kind of the only relationship like that that you ever really have. I mean, you have mentors and teachers and like people like that, but it's not really the same. And I think that's what's so hard sometimes about like moving on from things like that is like 
not having something else to compare it to or like never knowing the alternative of what that relationship could have been like that is so true and smart smart vibes (coughs) I agree yeah I I'm I think like it definitely causes a lot of like chips on people's shoulders having sibling competition vibes but usually I feel like that comes with weird parents Mm-hmm. I mean I know what it's like to have a sibling and want to compete with her so I feel like mm-hmm. and I know how to overcome that too so I would pick that but I don't know what it's like to be an only child and so I guess I'm like Ugh, that's scary I don't want to I was an only know. child for my brother's six years younger than me pretty much and I feel mm-hmm. like everything I don't like about myself is a result of having been an early child at like the first formative period of my life I beg my parents to have another kid and I feel like that would have been the vibe because like I think that my parents and I have a lot less in common than my brother has in common with my parents Mm -hmm. and I think like I got a lot closer I mean I think I got a lot lot closer with my parents in like the last five years but I think like my relationship with my brother was like one of the only things I wasn't fighting with my parents about. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, my sister's also six years or five to six years younger than me. But I don't really remember like the years before she was born that much. Like I don't, (laughs) I don't remember how it affected me or, you know, yeah, I definitely was like, oh, I want a sister, but yeah. Hmm. I would always tell my parents like nobody makes a sandwich and puts one ingredient in it which is actually famously a lie a grilled cheese is like the most popular thing in the world but I always said nobody wants a sandwich with only one ingredient so you have Mm -hmm. to add another ingredient to the family sandwich that's cute yeah I think I like I liked having a sister growing up I think about what it would be like if I was the younger sibling what that dynamic would have been like I think I might have I don't know because I feel like growing up like and this is such like older sibling younger whatever like I was more vocal and just like arguing a lot more Mm -hmm. and my sister was more like whatever cool you know but now that she's older I think she's a bit more vocal too because like now like she's she's still in Texas um, she goes mm-hmm. to AM. So she like visits my parents more often. So like they're hanging out now. Like I got to hang out with them alone when I was like a kid, but now she's like hanging out with them more as an adult. Yeah. Which is like Yeah. I don't know. I kind of have the same, like my brother's few years of having my parents without me was like a very different time of life than my few years of yeah. having my parents without him. Um, yeah but I don't know like I also think like if I had had I also wonder what it would have been like to have like a sister my brother's age but Mm -hmm. I don't think if I I think if I had like a sister close in age to me we would not have gotten along Mm -hmm. I think maybe we would now maybe we would now but I don't think like when we were kids we would have gotten along I have um two brothers on the show that I wrapped on um yeah early this year and that was really fun because I don't have brothers and it was like fun to see what it would be like to have 
brothers because it's just mm. a totally different energy like I can't be like let's do our nails and la 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 but I mean you can hey you, you can. can you fully can, you can. I would always give my can. brother little makeovers yeah but they're just like so like walking memes and just like I don't know it's just a different like chaotic energy and just like they would just like knock on my door and be like you want to hang out and I'd be like uh I'm we I'm busy I can't I you know I can't hang out with kids all the time but like I love (laughs) how old were they uh one is 16 and the other is 11 I think okay so they're quite young yeah yeah and it'd be cute because it'd be like I don't know talking about you know crushes that they have or like whatever I'd be like yeah don't worry it's just cute yeah, I had one of my, like, childhood best friends. Um, we, like, don't really talk at all now. Like, we, like, we reconnect when we, like, go to family or, like, weddings in our mm-hmm. community or whatever. Um, but he felt like a brother to me growing up. And, like, I really, I'm, like, it's crazy that I don't know that much about him. But, like, still feel that bond. It's, like yeah I don't know because you don't because there's less of like a guys don't like share that stuff yeah because they're like Dutch I'm tough you know Mm -hmm. but it's like an experience and like proximity kind of closeness mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just like you've done a lot of things together and that is like so much of the relationship Truth or dare, Sahana? Dare. I dare you to start a group chat with your mom and your sister and and tell them that you, for next year, or whichever's first, the next Father's Day or your dad's next birthday, that you want to look into actually getting him a baby cheetah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. They'll be like, what? Okay. And let us My know what's gonna you like say. call me. How like, you what's, going, what's going on? <laughs> Are you okay? Question mark, question mark, question mark. That's my mom's reaction. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's oh. <laughs> and then she's like, our next door neighbor is dealing with something really horrible or whatever. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh no, the text right before I'm sending this was something horrible. Oh, and now no. I'm following up and being like, I think we should get <laughs> sent. Easy. What did you say? I said I think we should get a baby cheetah for our Abba's birthday next year. Oh, straight to the point. Yeah. That's what you t- that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm just <laughs> I was curious how it gets phrased, you know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Okay, is it my turn? Truth third dare. I'll also do a dare. Dare? Yeah. Okay. Post on your story. Does anyone know? why it gets so hot in the summer but so cold in the winter (laughs) okay what should i like post as the picture just a selfie or like a picture i want to do like a climate graphic (laughs) yeah 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 exactly or maybe just like yeah yeah a stock photo maybe do maybe a picture a selfie but you're like thinking okay with this with this little guy like this Hmm. (laughs) 
But you can't make it hot. <laughs> well, I am hot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, How do I, what do you want me to do? <laughs> like, like, you know, like millennial, like, you know, <laughs> but like, you're being too cute for it. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, something like that. What? Like what? what like, mm, wait a sec, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does anyone around here know why it gets so hot during the summer? And then dot a dot so cold <laughs> during the winter? Question mark, question mark. Sun, snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, she's been posted. Yay! Truth or dare? Truth. Do I ask you a question? I ask you a question. <laughs> Wait, do I ask you a question? Huh? You just dared is that, me. Is that how it goes? Oh, I, no, I truth you. No. Wait, what? <laughs> I asked you, truth or dare. You said truth, so now I have to ask you a question. And then you'll ask me, truth or dare? And then if oh, I say, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, if you got this is really a complicated premise right now, but I've been asking okay, people this okay. question okay. in my life, not on the podcast. I haven't asked on the podcast before. If you got cast yeah. on a reality show mm-hmm. and you were there, and then they said, "Surprise! We've brought your biggest number one enemy to the show too." Do you have a person in mind of who that person would be? And if so, can you like describe them? Enemy? I mean, I've had people who I'm like, uh, like I don't <laughs> like you, but not like enemy. <laughs> I could think of someone. They're not really my enemy, but like, uh, I don't know how to describe them without like giving them, giving away. them away. Yeah. Can you just say like the arena of how you know them or something maybe? It's a teacher. Oh, okay. I yeah. literally can't say any, it'll give it away. But yeah, that's who yeah. would be there. A bad teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just like asking people about their enemies because I think it's a culturally uh, discussed kind of relationship that not a lot of people really think about and reflect on. Yeah, that's what I'm like. I don't think I have like enemies in that way. I mean, I guess I have, like, people who bullied me when I was in elementary school, but I don't, I'm like, they were kids, like, I don't hate them. I consider any sort of mutual dislike to be enemies, just for some fun drama in my oh, life. Oh, see, then you, I was like, I don't know what you, I didn't know what your metric was, so now that I know, I'm like, okay, I have a couple enemies, I guess. Yeah, maybe this girl who bullied me in middle school, or in sixth grade, unsolicited solicited she was like you need to pluck your eyebrows and shave your legs and and I like did a um I was I did like we had a project talking about the civil war or something it was like free range like you do whatever and I was like this is my chance to show off my acting skills and I wrote it had nothing to do with anything it was literally just like a monologue where I'm Abraham Lincoln's wife (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm talking and I and she just got shot <laughs> and I'm like no <laughs> I'm like, you're yeah, a grieving I'm wife like, yeah I'm like really upset a about widow it. and yeah and I like really prepared for it and I like did this exercise that we learned in acting class where you like push against the wall to like get emotional and I did that in class and I delivered and like there's no like historical facts or anything it was just like mm-hmm. me crying and she yeah. was like yeah that was really weird she was why'd she do that man she was like really judgmental about it but I'm like yeah I, I get it but also mean I think so many of like the kids that didn't like me were because they were upset that I believed in myself yeah that's <laughs> and now I'm like I feel like I hesitate to like do stuff that makes me feel cringe because I'm like that's what I was doing that is like maybe cringe yeah. but like that's what I was doing when I was like having fun and you know yeah but I mean you believed in yourself enough to get you here and like whoever those people are they're like what nurses and accountants not that that's bad but it's like <laughs> if that's what you want to be and you grow up and you dream of being then great awesome so happy yeah. for you but I think it's a lot of times like people who have no sense of self who are beating up on people who know themselves at an early age yeah yeah that's so true also my mom heart reacted to my message <laughs> she didn't say it she just heart reacted she didn't say anything else hmm. oh that's nice normal normal reaction she's doing okay. research right now <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> she'll get back to me I've been asking people this. I don't know if this is like parallel thought that I had with someone else or I heard someone else ask this, but like if all your exes were in the same room, would they figure out why they're there? Oh, yeah. Pretty quickly? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) cool. I think some of my exes for sure know each other. Yeah. And they, I think, would be able to fill in whoever didn't know each other in. Yeah. See, I don't think any of my exes know each other. So they would... And there's no pictures anywhere? And they've never seen pictures of each other? I don't think so. You've never had, like, I feel like every time I date someone, like, part of the first few months is them being like, oh, like, show me your ex. No. Maybe, (laughs) but no, I don't think, I I don't think they'd remember. Yeah, okay, that's fair. And, like, they're that's not fair. all from, like, the same state and whatever. So, like, I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm also, like, I never deleted pictures with my exes and stuff. Like, I don't use the same Instagram account anymore. But, like, on my old Instagram account, like, all of the people that I had been with are all there. But, you know, what's mm-hmm. funny is, like, I think it would be funny to see that. To see all my exes in the same room because they're extremely yeah. different. They're they're extremely different. Yeah, same. Yeah, but also s- similar in many ways. Or like, I feel like they would. You think they'd get along? No, no, no. I think that's what they have in common is that they would not like each other. Huh. I think that kind of like historically, the people I have dated are all like a little bit of haters. And mm-hmm. what's attracting me to them is that they were haters to things, to everything but me. Like, they affirmed me, but they were haters about, or at least I felt that way in the moment when I was mm-hmm. initially attracted to them. I That's not a good habit, and that's something that I have since um, 
worked on removing myself from that pattern. But I do think that is something that a lot of people that I have dated have in common. And I do not think they would like each other at all. So it would be very Hmm. funny. And they're all from extremely different walks of life. It's just, it would be funny. I think my exes just don't have a lot in common with each other. So I don't know if they would. But some of the things that make me cringe or give me the ick from all of them, like, I feel like are similar. Yeah. Like what? No, just like the way, like, the way they would talk to me, (laughs) like, or just like (laughs) being like, (laughs) just the way they saw like women, I guess. It's just like, you know, not great. (laughs) Yeah. All my exes are queer. I don't have a single non-queer ex, to mm-hmm. be fair. I think my, my most, like, all my serious relationships are not queer. But, like, if mm-hmm. exes, including everyone, including people I've been, like, talking to. Then... I think a lot of my, like, situationships would love each other. Yeah. I think so, too. I don't know. That's scary. That's scary. I don't want to see that. I don't, I don't want my Scott Pilgrim <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the world to happen. Yeah. All right. Shall you truth or dare me once more? Yeah. What do I ask you? Wait, what? I don't know how this works. (laughs) Truth truth or dare? I'll do a truth as well. So now you ask me a question. Oh, okay. Any Um, question and I have to tell the truth. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just, what does your day-to-day look like? I just want to know... Because I feel like I'm not doing enough and I just want to hear like what, you know, as someone who also does like comedy and acting and stuff, like, what do you do? You know, that's what I want to know. Truly. You can ask me this anytime you want. Didn't have to be here. But um, for the record, every day is different, a little different. I also uh-huh. feel like I'm not doing enough. I always feel like I'm not doing enough. Um, but especially, like, you know, because if because if I'm like, oh, I, I did this and this is, but like that's not my like majority of my days. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like some days I'm doing a lot. Sometimes I'm doing mm-hmm. nothing. Um, yeah. And especially now, like with the the strike environment and just generally mm-hmm. like recession vibes, I do feel uh-huh. like I am not doing a lot. I try to. I'm horrible at getting up in the morning. That's like something I've always really, really struggled with. I came out of my mom's Mm -hmm. womb two weeks late. Like I've never been good at getting out of a cozy situation um, and and living and and taking care of business. Uh, Never old habits die hard. So that's like the most hard part of my day, I would say, getting up and out. And then I walk chorizo and maybe I'll go to the gym at that at that time if the, there's mm-hmm. time available and then mm-hmm. I'll try to like really make some breakfast and like do some stuff do some even if I don't have anything that I like think I need to do just like try to just open my computer and start doing stuff because then I'll find stuff to do and mm-hmm. um usually there's things in there like I have people to see and stuff to do work-wise I feel like I am these days doing a lot of like kind of freelance social media Mm -hmm. kind of stuff um and I've had various part-time little jobs 
haven't had an audition in a moment because of all of everything or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But before, that would be part of those days, setting up the whole mm-hmm. self-tape situation and all of that. And what would and... your ideal day-to-day look like? <laughs> and it's a double whammy. <laughs> My, I wish I had more routine for sure. I think like... Yeah. I struggle with holding myself accountable to things like I cannot be like I'm gonna wake up tomorrow but then I'm like it's tomorrow and then I don't have the the willpower that yesterday me had or whatever and yeah. I'm like I want to do this but then I unless like if I'm if I'm meeting someone for breakfast or something then I will follow through because I don't want to like tell that person this and then like cancel that morning so I mm-hmm. um feel like I try to or like I'll book a workout class or something that I have Mm -hmm. to go to and that Mm -hmm. I mean having the dog helps supremely with a little bit of routine like at a certain point he needs to be walked and he will make it clear to me so Mm -hmm. I I have to get out of bed then but I wish I had more routine in that like they were kind of like structured it was like a little more structured chaos. Yeah, I agree. I think right now it feels like a lot of times, like I'm spending a lot of time procrastinating, which then I'm like, oh, but I was doing nothing earlier. So I have to work really hard now. But procrastinating isn't rest. Like yeah, procrastinating that's exactly is hard on I'm your body. Thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we can get together and, and get our things done. But it's, yes, totally. And now I'm like in this thing where I I'm moving in a couple of weeks and that is something I'm procrastinating by working. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes like I just do also the issue is if I don't leave my house and I try to work from my house I will find something else to do that may be productive but isn't like a priority. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just mm-hmm. decide I need to like reorganize all my Tupperware and throw out the ones without lids when I like really have to be doing something else yeah which is like something but it's not the thing I needed to do but if I like go to a coffee shop I still might do something else than what I needed to do but at least it will be like a computer like a, a I'll be focused on the things like on my computer and not like I have to clean this place mm-hmm. so yeah that's so true also it's like body doubling I don't well I don't have roommates now so I'm just like kind of have to force myself to I don't know do stuff but it's so hard because like I guess I could do busy work on my own but like creative stuff is a lot harder to get done on my own yeah I don't know I agree it's also like the same thing you're talking about of kind of like self-censoring for cringe sometimes Mm -hmm. with creative stuff I'm like I I myself don't know if like this idea is worth investing in unless I have somebody to be like yeah yeah exactly if I embarrass myself that's gonna be so and I put all this time energy into embarrassing myself like oh no oh no yeah I guess that's when I'm like okay I'm gonna post that on my Instagram story or tweet about it or whatever but that's like not an accurate like it's the internet and just because they don't like it on there doesn't mean they're not gonna like it on stage or whatever but like oh yeah oh yeah I mean people are so mean on the internet yeah also, they don't understand so. satire. No, at all. especially coming from women. Yeah, 
Yeah. They think women are always being serious. Yeah. So. And they're like, guys are being actually like threatening and violent. And they're like, it's a joke. But especially like, I, I feel like my sense of humor is kind of dark. It kind mm-hmm. of just the things that I laugh at are just kind of like twisted a little bit. And like, especially that they do not want to hear that from me online. Mm-mm. No, no, no. So it'll be like the most dumb. Like I had a tweet that was like so. D- it was like when Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian broke up or something, and I was like, "Oh, they broke up. I don't know who they are. I was too busy reading books and having sex or something." It was like a tweet yeah. like that, and people were like, "Oh, good for you. You want a cookie? <laughs> good for you. You don't know who celebrities are." <laughs> I was like, "I'm being that person who you like think sucks. Yeah, I'm making fun of them." When Joe Biden won, I was like, oh my gosh, like, rest in peace racism. I don't know what year. I said 1776 to 2020. Was that? Whoa. Okay. That was 2020. 1776, 2020, like, awesome. Like, wow. Like, so glad she's dead. Like, we can finally live free now. People are like, oh my God, I can't believe you think racism's over now. Like, you really think that? Like, you stupid bitch. And I'm like, I'm literally a person of color. Like, what you think that I think racism's over? I don't know. It's critical thinking. Yeah, and they're like, do you think that, stupid Indian girl? Really? And I'm like, okay, you're being that. You're literally doing that. Literally. Well, thank you so much for joining me, (laughs) Sahana. It was a pleasure to have you. Where can my (laughs) listeners find you? Like, is there anything that they can keep an eye out for anything you want to plug uh i guess my instagram is sahana.j.srinivasan and my twitter is sahana underscore srini and i just got on threads so i guess that too threads is so weird i think you threaded this what what are we calling it when you post on that website threading is threaded yeah. knitting yeah. posting yeah threading <laughs> sewing um threading waxing yeah um I because you were like oh I feel like I have to be like cringe on here or I have to be chooky or whatever because like that's yeah. my whole feed now it's just like just memes yeah. like bad memes yeah and it's like stuff that I'm like I've had this thought like in high school like it's like pineapples don't belong on pizza and people are like what no way <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like yeah and they, there's no, like, conversations about politics or the news. It's just, like... No. Thank you so Thanks. much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This is so cute. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Pillow Fight. Follow Sahana everywhere to keep up with her projects. And as always, follow Pillow Fight on social media. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this feed so you don't miss an episode of Pillow Fight ever again. Love ya. Bye.